Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Green all by himself. 20, 10, touchdown. 98 yards and a Lambo leap. Here is your host, Amon Green. We good? All right, welcome into the Mind Green Show. I'm your host, and I'm sitting live in the key, as they call it, <laughs> of uh, MMA Most Wanted training here in, uh, I say, headed to South Lincoln. Yeah. South-ish? South-ish. Lincoln? Lincoln. Lincoln with my man Austin on the ones and twos here. What's up, man? Not How much. Doing? doing great. Yeah. Been a long time since we had a chance to sit down and talk. I know, it's and been we were a minute. We had, all spring, we had all the spring together. We did. Yeah. It's true. Okay. This well. is a – I love this place. Just the, the vibe of it. You see these guys yep. putting in the work this late at night. I mean, it's not late. It just feels super late. Yeah. 33rd and Highway 2, most wanted yep, MMA. Uh, great area. I think it fits the vibe. Yeah. I love everything going on here already. Yep, yep. It was interesting. He <laughs> telling me, like, uh – I haven't really been in this environment in terms of kicking and punching no. any type of fight. So I, I tell you a story. Finish that statement there, then I'll tell you a story. <laughs> when I was trying to get my running backs one year when I was coaching high school football to get physical and picking up the blitz. Yeah, I am a lover, not a fighter. Okay. You know, like I played basketball, kind of a contact sport, not really. You're Baseball, right. absolutely not. True. There's a yeah. reason I gave up you football. Hit the ball. You I, hit I the do ball hit the ball, but getting hit by the ball, getting hit by other players, not exactly it. Amon, I have never thrown a punch. I have never thrown a kick at anyone. In real life? In real life. Okay. I have not, not done that. Siblings? No. Really? Mm. Cousins? No. Uncles that think they, they try to rule you? No. Really? No. Same problem with my, my running backs <laughs> one year that I had at Freedom High School. Tell me about those running backs. Uh, up in Wisconsin. So we were in training camp like halfway through, and it was the day of picking up the blitzes. Like, mm. we were going to have a blitz day so they could start working on their pass technique, mm -hmm. pass pro, as we call Can't it. Can't be passive in that. Right, cannot. And so, I'm home the night before and driving there, because it's about 20 minutes from my house. Night before night, you know, I'm driving there. I'm just like, all right, this is going to be the breakdown. I'm just like, hey, blocking in football is similar to a boxing match. You, you got to throw punches. Um, obviously, you're not really going for the face because you're just kind of just punching the body. Strike first. Strike first. Mm -hmm. Strike first. Strike often. Move your feet. Mm. And just saying, hey, so if you've ever been in a, a fight, you got to throw punches. And then somebody punches you, you punch back. You know, don't just take the hit and absorb it. Like, mm -hmm. take the hit and then, you know, give them a little something back. So that was the part where when I said, have y'all, any of y'all been in a fight? And I saw the blankest looks, kind of like your face. <laughs> a fight? Coach Amon, what's that? And I was like. Are y'all telling – I'm like, anybody? Like, brother, like I just said to you, Austin, brother, sister, uncle, cousin, anybody, you've been into a fight for any reason. I'm like, these were farm boys. Farm boys. So I'm like, the pigs, the horses, anything? <laughs> like, you know, newborn calf or something? They're like, no, no, coach, sorry. And I'm just like, all right, I got to – me, let me get a minute. <laughs> I'm going to go back over here in my imaginary office to put in my mind of like, okay, now I got to come at them differently. Because uh -huh. <laughs> I'm like, I've been in – I was in fights, brothers, sisters, cousins kid friends in the neighborhood that mm -hmm. I thought were my friends and mm -hmm. now it's like all right so I just had to come out a little differently so it was the first at that time first experience now second <laughs> around somebody that has not kicked 
physically kick or punch anybody. Um, <laughs> even for fun, you know, play fighting. None of that? No Not really. Fights? No, most of my altercations have been verbal. I use my that's words. That's why I'm here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm here. Straight up. That's there why I'm here. Go. I use my words. Yes. That's why you work for in radio. Pen is mightier than the sword stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> but no, I've been around this a lot. Um, I've actually done jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, kickboxing training. I do it. I have the actually fight camp bag, punching bag. I got to get sand and water in the base <laughs> before because I was doing it a lot in Wisconsin. Um, but now since I'm here been just sitting in my garage but i've been busy <laughs> with work and everything but eventually i'm gonna get where i have time to fill it up and probably when i get back and and um get it where it's ready to go or i could punch it get some training because you know boxing as you can see already mm -hmm. guys get you get slathered up real quick and uh great cardio that's what i love about it you know and then helping out with the upper body muscles keeping your arms in shape keeping your core in shape because you got to, mm -hmm. you know, it's like throwing a ball. You turn your hips a lot and a lot of striking. And then you're kicking, obviously, getting your legs off the ground pretty fast. You got to have that. That's your hips. That's your quads, mm -hmm. um, obliques, all that muscle. A lot of, like, three or four things are doing going on at one time. You don't even realize it as, mm -hmm. as what you're doing. You know, when you're kicking and punching, it's like a whole bunch of muscle groups from head to toe are moving around and all at the same time. That's what we heard here. So Coach Jesse here has a fight at uh, PBA, actually, this Friday. He's a nice. you know, Muay Thai instructor. But we hear him, you know, giving his instruction out here. And it's not just arm, arm, arm. It's engage your core. It's rotation. It's yep. footwork before they even look at the upper body. And that's something I think, you know, if I were to jump in a ring, it would be just, just this. You can't see me because I'm not on stream, but just – Elbow out, It'll maybe look a little like the shoulder. Rock em, sock em exactly, that's yes. What, that's what Austin looks like. Yeah, right I'm now. a rock'em sock'em robot. That's who I am as a that's fighter. A, but right. to hear hear Coach Jesse go through, engage the whole body, right, head to toe, it is. Uh, the rotation, the obliques, the abs, the just the timing of it, the coordination it aspect is. of it. When, when do you time up your punches and what's your footwork like during that? There's so much more to it than Austin style rock'em sock'em. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the breathing aspect of it. And it's the, uh, uh, like you said, core engagement, which is vital because that's where your power comes from. Mm. And if you stay balanced, you got a good stance on you, you know, good where you kind of stagger your feet in kickboxing because you got to kick your back. Like if I'm lefty, so I'm going to mm. be kind of like the way um, the instructor is right now with his left right leg shoulder back. Forward, yeah, left leg my back, right yeah. shoulder is forward, back mm -hmm. leg, my right left leg is back. Mm -hmm. and so, but you stagger your feet kind of like right left or right, I think it's right left this way or right left uh, mm -hmm. when your right leg is leading um, with punches and kickers that kick got to come from like a low level where your opponent doesn't really see it right and so it's a uh, it's a part of the training you you get you, you learn when you're getting in uh, into this and I say the biggest part that I like about it is just a, you know it's just a different dynamic of what I'm usually doing when mm -hmm. I used to do playing football and the way I built cardio there quick foot and sprints and stuff like that this is mm -hmm. more of like wrestling, endurance, hitting different body parts mm -hmm. that has to have that. Like I said, it, it got to go. Like it got to go mm -hmm. for a long time. That's it's just the thing. It's so. you have that endurance. So like you know, rounds have the time limit mm -hmm. as they go on. But there's also that burst element of it too, right? You see your advantage. You yeah. get a guy in the rope. You got to go take advantage of it, you right? You can't always play the long game. You have to notice when that advantage comes, and boom, go hit it. Yep, and don't what, let up. It's just like studying film or anything, and then uh, for. Uh, like, if you try to find that, you got to be careful, right, mm -hmm. with uh, Muay Thai, with kickboxing, with the grappling, with the uh, jiu-jitsu, where if you 
shoot your shot at the wrong time, they could get you in a in a in an arm bar or a neck hold mm-hmm. or choke you know choke hold because you're like trying to punch. And I because I've been in a couple situations, <laughs> I say. But what helped me was the strength from football. And mm-hmm. guys that I wrestle with usually they didn't have the upper body strength that I've had. And I just kind of pull out of it. They were like, oh, my God, how do you do that? I'm like, uh, just, I knew you were about to choke me, so I was like, let me get out of this. This is a bad position. It doesn't feel <laughs> this, good. this is where you're coming from. This is where I am. Here's how I get out of there. Yeah, I got to get out of there. If not, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> right. It's not bedtime yet. It's not bedtime. I'm about to go night-night. I'm not ready for night-night in the, in the gym right now. As Jay Foreman would say, all heads to bed. Right. He's like, no, I don't want that to go on right now. Uh, linebackers say that to me all the time. Uh, no, don't give that to them. So. But it just, it's a sport, though, that I've always, since it, since it came into existence, MMA, because mm-hmm. we know kickboxing has been around forever, right. boxing has been around forever, mm-hmm. everything around MMA has been around forever. It just MMA became all that together. I've respected it from day one because mm-hmm. I, I watched the other sports. I was a fan of John claude Van Damme sure. you know, growing up and watching his movies, even though that's, you know, dramatization, I'm telling that name up, <laughs> dramatization. It's just fictional, you mm-hmm. know, it's not the real stuff, you know, as you see, as we see in here, the training for it, as we see in um, the Olympics, you know, the wrestling and grappling there. Um, but it is, it's a, you know, it's a romance with it. You know, you got to understand, like you, we were talking, hey, between, between the punches and kicks, kicks you got to know, um, are you that guy? Are you that person? You know, mm-hmm. when you get hit in the face, is it going, are you going to be going to fold or are you like, okay. I'm throwing punches back. You know, and that's the difference between you and me, right? I'm, I'm not cut out for it. You are, right? You have that mindset as a running back. Did, yep. did you ever consider going full Herschel Walker? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, we, When I saw him get into it and win, I was like, I started training for it. And then my wife was like, no, you got hit enough. You know, you've been hit enough yeah, in the head. I mean, I guess. I'm like, <laughs> I can handle it. I'm like, I mean, I already knew I could do it. That's why I started doing it. You're going to be just, given more punishment than you're taking. Right. I know how to dodge people. I've done that before. I know how to, you know, f- slide on the punches, move my feet. I remember all that. And that was part of, like, what I learned in football. You know, whatever my coach te- coaches mm-hmm. me on, I learned how to memorize it because it's 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 life-preserving. <laughs> <laughs> literally. No, literally. In the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the MMA sense of the word, so. You just got to make sure you know that stuff and make it your uh, priority, uh, mm-hmm. mastering it, you know, mastering mm-hmm. slide of the punches and ducking and, and knowing how to block with your hand to, you know, get the punch out of your face and stuff like that. And using your footwork is huge. It's huge. And, it's, you know, knowing that stuff and able to uh, reciprocate it on the mat once the coach teaches you and shows you how to do it, then that's where you kind of figure out. You either know right away. Yeah, I'm gonna do this just for casual training, or you know what? I want to get serious. You know, mm-hmm. you'll find it eventually. Your body will say, okay. <laughs> the body will tell you. You're like, all right, <laughs> you know, our bodies have a good way of doing that. Just sometimes we don't listen to it. Ah. You know, that's the master. That's another thing you got to master is listening to your body when it talks to you. You know, when you have an ache or pain, or when you feel something and it like worked. Mm-hmm. You know, a move or you know a positioning, learning technique, learning. You know, you know, working on your endurance, all that, and your body re- bounces back and recovers. You start to feel it, and you're like, "All right, I could do this." Because mm-hmm. then all the then the mental checks in. So when the mental and the physical come together, then it's pretty much up to you um, how you're going to be, you know, successful with it and it, able to do what you need to do with it. It's that kinesiology that I don't think we give enough credence to sometimes. Is yeah. that you know we're all people, we all move the same. No. Bodies are built differently. No, everybody. So yes. even if it's the Unless same, you're twins. That's about it. Right, and, and even then. <laughs> yeah. But 
not all athletes are the same. Not all people are the same. So even if you're trying to accomplish the same move, what it takes to get your body into that position in the right timing is going to be different athlete to athlete. Yes, 100%. From height, weight, you know, size, you know, pos- you know um, people are more flexible than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still athletic. You got athletic people that are super tight, mm-hmm. but then you have athletic pe- people that are super flexible right. to do things um, that mm-hmm. know everybody can't do. But then, you know, transitioning to the mat to, you know, from the mind – Learning it, the processing of it, and then actually trying to bring it out, you know, bring out an arm bar or bring out a certain way you kick or punch. You know, the lead mm-hmm. kick is mostly your like your ball of your feet, you mm-hmm. know, on your front toe or on your front foot, basically, whatever foot is leading. Um, so just, make, uh, just understanding how to have the balance to make that kick powerful. You can't just mm-hmm. kick it and basically be a lame kick. <laughs> you got to have power with it so that opponent feels it. So it's. It's interesting, you know, and I like it. And I do it every – I did it with one of my faculty members, Ryan Tan. He's off on Christmas break now. Uh, he went back to Singapore, and he does it. He had a little wrist roll. He was also um, military there, so he does it every now and then because of that. And that's part of military training. You know, it's grappling. Sure. It's been, uh, um, basically MMA. J-School's so, gotten tough since I left. Holy cow. Yeah, <laughs> some of the faculty members, hey, we, we about that smoke. <laughs> you know, um, but, no, he, he – yeah, uh, when we went not far from here over by Union College to that to that gi over there, it was it was fun. It was real. It was um, a lot of folks that day. It was on a Sunday, I believe. Woo. Early Sunday. It was like uh, no, it's actually here in the semester because he was here. So it was actually September. So it was like mm-hmm. around first start of first couple of weeks of football season, mm-hmm. and I uh, had a good time in there. Um, learned some technique. Got around a lot of people my size, which is cool, you know, to deal with. Some of them were bigger than me too. They're trying to. You know, reach around, grab. You find out, okay, all right, you got to work around a little bit harder um, than the usual when people are a little bit, you know, outweigh you and outsize you a little bit. So and that's another thing. Just looking out at the number of trainees that are over here, the different body types, right? There's some similarities. Yeah. You can see where they come from, but at least in my lane, you know, you think of basketball, taller is better, right? Yeah. You want a, yeah. a six-five guard instead of a five-eleven guard. You it know, running the point. But at the same time, even if you're smaller, you have an advantage. You just have to find it, mm-hmm. right? So here in, you know, MMA, mixed martial arts training, the different body types, they're important. It is. You're going to have an advantage. Can you figure out what that advantage is? And can you, you know, hammer at it? Can you keep, you know, pounding that rock mm-hmm. to end up getting that win? Yeah. I mean, if you have, you know, tall and lean, you got, you know, average height but still solid all the way through where you're, you know, strong core and all that, that all factors in. You know, and then everything else comes into play once you learn all the, the technique of every little thing, being on the ground, being up and fighting with your hands and your, mm. your, your, your kicks. Those are the type of things, like, once you get it mastered, it becomes a little bit more easier, and then you kind of learn how to be efficient with your moves, with your footwork, where you're not wasting time or breath mm-hmm. uh, because that breath is energy, and you, you learn, okay, I want to get to this moment where I'm either going to get him on the ground or get them on the ground or get them into a submission hold. I got to make sure I don't, I'm more efficient getting there than just uh, making, a, making a shot, taking my shot like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you understand the, the effort that gets there. And then once you get in that position, if you get there, can I do I have now the energy to finish it off? You know? mm-hmm. So you got to make sure you kind of balance that out. And that's more of a practice thing than when you're in live action. It just happens so fast. But um, once you're in a match, it's just making sure you have it down pat when you're in practice mode. Right, and I think we can, you know, rely on your football experience here too, you know, not getting outside yourself, right? Yeah, there's there's a wide base at times, but not mm-hmm. too wide. No wasted movements with the feet, right? Like, 
you as a high school running back, you as a college running back, to being a rookie to your final year in the NFL, would it be fair to say you spent half your time on footwork, oh, yeah. learning how to have your feet in the right spot and not get them going too fast or too slow, not getting outside mm -hmm. yourself? Yeah, I will say more than that. I'll say more. I'll say like 70, 70, 80% easy. Wow. I was always doing quick foot drills, jump rope. Thank you. Between um, my footwork, obviously having doing the jump rope routines that I did mm. pretty much every day, that was working on my endurance at the same time. And then the footwork side of it, obviously with my run plays to my blitz pickup and how I adjust it with my feet to make sure I'm – going to hunker down because I see this guy, he looks like he's going to bull rush me. Did you have a good blitz pickup story? Favorite uh, blitz pickup you ever had? Did you deck someone? Play I, had, I had a few. I like. I had, I, 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 as we called it in the backfield, and some linebackers call it, you know, getting bounced out the club. I, I did that. <laughs> and, and I say for college football-wise, I say I had one. I remember my, fresh, my freshman year of spring ball. So basically, my yeah, it was my spring ball freshman year. And right after the season um, that we had, and I remember <laughs> one time, you know, this full goal practice, mm -hmm. and I had, you know, went through, had become one of the Coastal's best cut blockers. And I had Grant Wistrom come, I had him on the play where I'm like, all right, I got to cut him. And got him down to the ground, it was a cut, I fired through the hip. His leg went up, his face <laughs> hit the ground. He was all mad. <laughs> he slapped me in the face mask. <laughs> Bro, why you do that? I'm like, I got to do that. It's my Coach job. Coach told me to. It's, it's on, on the green. play call, bro. <laughs> I got to cut the DN on the backside. And he's just, not personal. He slapped me in the face, man. I'm just like, I know you're mad, but, hey, it's part of the deal, bro. I, I did it right so you're not hurt. Like, I, I right. went through the hip. I didn't mm -hmm. hit you in the knee or the ankle. I went right through the hip where all the meat and bone is at. So you're, mm -hmm. you're good. You're strong. You're fine. <laughs> And, uh, and if you're an MMA, you would have punched back. But you're in football, so exactly. you know better than to run your hand back. into a yeah. helmet. I was like, for one, we in helmets. What a punch does nothing. <laughs> That's what I one thing about football. I'll be like, why are they fighting <laughs> with helmets on? And one, don't take off your helmet. Leave it on. And don't if you grab somehow grab a helmet off of somebody else's head and start swinging it. There you go. <laughs> right. Not recommended. The Miles Garrett special. Like, yeah. There you go. It came off. You know, and he just went about it. But. Um, you know, for the part of that is just understanding, like, you know, where you, where you got where your body has to be. And, uh, you know, I I mean, but after that play, though, yeah, he smacked me in the face, man. And I was like, hey, I'm not getting yelled at by Coach Solis. So here we go. <laughs> um, that and then I say NFL-wise, I had a couple you know, times. Uh, I played, you know, we played, played the Bears twice a year, um, one in Chicago and one in Green Bay. And, or Lacker and uh, Lance Briggs had to deal with them a few times. Mm. Big back, big linebackers. Lance Briggs is an underrated guy. I very think people underrated. forgot about him very, very quickly. Underrated. Playing next to Urlacher might have something to do with yeah, that, but Lance yeah. Briggs was good. People forget well, forget about Lance, but Lance was the one that actually was the uh, anchor. Like he had mm. more body mass than than uh, <laughs> Urlacher. Urlacher from the lower body down, from the between his hips and his kneecaps, that mean hips and thighs were good size, but then he had no no calves. Like, he had these little, <laughs> like, if he was basketball player calves. It wasn't football <laughs> player calves. So that's where the speed came from, where he was a fast linebacker. But uh. in terms of packing a punch and finishing us off, um, stopping the run, he almost his advantage was his speed and dragging us down on the outside plays. Mm. But not okay. in the gap, like in the A, B, C gaps or the two, three, the two hole, the three hole, the four hole, up in the middle between the guards and the tackle. Being in there, that wasn't his strong suit, and we knew that. And a lot of people didn't know that mm. about, about Brian Urlacher. He okay. was a side-to-side -side linebacker, so great tackles. But when it meant to, like, third and short, we knew we were going to get it. You're going to run at him. We're going to run straight at him. And mm. that was something we figured out year one with him. 
and um, when he got to Green Bay or when he got to Chicago in 2000. So by 2001, between 2001 and 2003, we, if Coach Sherman somehow got diverged from running ISO plays, we'll basically come to the sidelines and yell at him, like, stop <laughs> running the outside zone plays. You're catering to his advantage because he's mm. a speed linebacker. Can he hit sometime? Yeah, he could. He, he could bring guys down and, and get a you know good shot on somebody, but his weakness is going straight at him, mm. and so that's what that was our our cup of tea, and that's how we you know bread and butter all day. I do have to ask, that's from the Bears. Was there anyone you took advantage of like that on the Vikings and Lions? Um, all we did. Come one, come all. Oh yeah, it was all all the a, uh, NFC North teams, even Tampa Bay. They eventually mm. got part of that, yeah. whereas like they're getting either bounced out the club or they're taking them <laughs> for a ride between myself. Tony Fisher and Najee Davenport. Najee mm. was 250 and running 4-4, and he was my <laughs> backup as well. So they're dealing with 220 in in terms of me, mm-hmm. six foot 220. Then they're dealing with six one 250. <laughs> you know, halfway through the fourth quarter, and yeah, good luck. It, it was just you know exactly we were a problem, mm-hmm. and so that's why we were successful. But you know, through that, through those times, is where you learn. Okay, you know, this is the leverage that we got right now. Um, running inside is going to be our advantage because of what we see. You know, in terms of the yards being picked up after contact, mm-hmm. and it was something of an, you know, when you had three of us, Tony Fisher, he was 6'2", 225. So, <laughs> you know, it was it was an issue of basically attrition. We will just basically wear you out, and that's what with, uh, with MMA is that. You, like, you try to wear your op- opponent out, mm-hmm. you know, chip, chip away. You hear that with boxing terms, right. commentary, say, hey, they're just chipping away, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, chopping the wood. Chop, that's, right. that's what we kind of did with, with the run game here, and so – um, but there, I mean, but mm-hmm. here it's the same idea. You, if you got a kick, you're very powerful with it, or you got little jabs, keep jabbing, 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 mixing mm-hmm. in other punches to wear that opponent out. Um, and then eventually you be to your advantage. And then your body, though, is all at the same time as one little machine working at, at once to make all these moves happen, basically. The difference, too, is that in football, you got a team of blockers, you yeah. got someone calling the plays for you. In MMA, no, yeah, you, you got a coach, you got people in your corner, but yeah, that's it. you are on your own out there. And so you got to make sure you know you know certain things. You know, you know how the how a punch comes in and away from your body and come back, mm-hmm. you know how that, you know, you throw a right punch, you know, and it goes you twist your the warm twist and it comes back and you got to make sure it's in a position where you keep it tight to your face, not too tight because if you hit your fist, you don't want the fist to get hit and hit you. <laughs> So it's all a little stuff you learn, but you learn fast because you eventually you'll be like, all right, I don't get tired want of getting punched in the face. Exactly, <laughs> I don't want that to happen again. So you you learn it very exactly because it's like, all right, it's a my face is sore mm-hmm. and parts of my body are screaming, and <laughs> what do I have to do? And no, there's no quitting involved. What mm-hmm. I have to do to make this right? Okay, I got to do this, that, and the other. Okay, let's nail it. And so that's when. The motivation comes in because you're like, all right, sick and tired of this. <laughs> Is that sick and tired mode? <laughs> right. Check checks in. You're like, all right, I'm sick and tired of feeling like this after a match or after practice, and now I want to get to the point where I don't feel like this. Make someone else feel exactly. like this or, or, myself. Or exactly, or myself, or just whoever's training with me. You know, let's get it out. Let's go. And so that's where somebody like me motivate that motivates me to get mm. better, and then uh, I say master every everything I could possibly master master within my control of my body and whatever I'm being taught, you mm-hmm. know, here in, uh, um, in in MMA or anything, any type of training like that is pretty cool. Like I said, respect it. Respect oh, absolutely. It. We're down here at Most Wanted MMA Lincoln, uh, just north of 33rd and Highway 2. Check them out at mostwantedlincoln.com. Big shout out to Coach Jesse here. He's got a fight on Friday. Uh, McKenna is the owner here. she got to set up 
And we're off and rolling here on the Amon Green Show. Thanks for tuning in again. MostWanted.com. Check out Most Wanted MMA. All sorts of plans. Very flexible. If you want to come in, check it out. Uh, you know, get started on your own personal fitness journey. Experience something new. No better place to do that than, again, Most Wanted MMA. He's Amon Green. I'm Austin Norman. This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket.